This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. While our team of tax pros are well-versed in all things tax, our areas of expertise include rental real estate and equity compensation. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. At Capital Area Tax Consultants, we believe in pricing transparency and flat fees. Before engaging with us, you'll receive an upfront quote in black and white with a description of any services to be performed. This way, there are no hidden surprises. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com. Welcome to the Tech Money Podcast, the place where tech workers come to get smarter about their money. Hosted by certified financial planner, speaker, blogger, and self-proclaimed personal finance nerd, Malcolm Etheridge. Each episode aims to take you beneath the surface level and cover traditional personal finance topics in a way that is both approachable and relatable, all from the perspective of the tech professional. Without further delay, here's your host. Hey there listeners, Malcolm here. And on today's show, we're talking financial planning. More specifically, we're talking about retirement and the phenomenon often referred to by economists as frugality inertia. That's what prevents those who have saved diligently to ensure they'll someday be able to enjoy a comfortable retirement from flipping that switch once they're there and allow themselves to enjoy some of the fruits of that labor. This is especially true for those who subscribe to the philosophy of FIRE. That is, the financial independence retire early movement that came to be as a result of Vicki Robin's bestseller, Your Money or Your Life. In it, Robin laid out the groundwork for a movement that inspired young 20-somethings to save aggressively, live frugally, and exit the so-called rat race of the 9-to-5 grind as early as humanly possible. But what often gets left out of that equation, aside from the boredom I'm sure eventually sets in, is that life is also meant to be lived. And in my humble opinion, using some of the money you've squirreled away to enhance your life every now and then is worth every penny and then some. But anyway, that last part is not exactly what today's episode is meant to be about. It's not about the fire movement, whether you're for or against it. So I'll get us back on track by pointing out that while few working age Americans expect to receive a pension during their golden years, many are tasked with saving for their eventual retirements on their own. And knowing just how much money will be needed to retire comfortably 30, 40, or even 50 years down the line presents a seemingly impossible challenge. That uncertainty surrounding retirement saving and expenses can lead some to expect that they need far more than they actually will. And that's where the trouble begins. When planning for retirement, most people focus on how much they need to save, where they will live, and how they will maintain their standard of living. In other words, Am I a warm weather person? Do I need a beach somewhere close? Will I still be able to eat out as often? Do I have to sell this house and buy a smaller one? But one aspect of retirement planning that's often overlooked is the importance of spending money on activities that bring joy and fulfillment. For example, in a survey conducted by Bloomberg of investors across North America, 43% of respondents believed it would take as much as $5 million to fund a comfortable retirement. 
Another 31% of you felt that $3 million was the magic number, while only 3% believed that anything less than a million dollars was sufficient. So it's worth pointing out right here that according to Fidelity, the average 30-year-old has about $38,000 saved in their 401k or IRA or both right now. For the average 40-year-old, that number is $94,000. For a 50-year-old, it's $174,000. And for a 60-year-old, it's $188,000. That's a far cry from even a million dollars. So while most people will never accumulate three to five million dollars during their lifetime, it is encouraging to know that many probably overestimate how much money they will truly need once they retire. The majority of people who save their way to becoming millionaires never come close to spending all that money, even those who manage to live well into their 90s. According to a study published by the Employee Benefit Research Institute, Roughly 33% of retirees, regardless of the amount they started with, actually increased their net worth during the first two decades of retirement. I mentioned this earlier, but the technical term for this phenomenon is frugality inertia. In essence, it means that a person who spends decades delaying gratification and developing good saving habits cannot suddenly become a spendthrift simply because they've reached their 65th birthday or full retirement age. In the best-selling book, The Millionaire Next Door, one of the author's most prescient findings is that while accidental millionaires tend to be high-income earners, they also conserve that income and reject poor spending habits. They tend to live in modest homes, drive older cars, and shop for bargains wherever possible. They've mastered the art of avoiding lifestyle creep. And for the one or two of you who've never heard the phrase before, it's basically the tendency to upgrade your lifestyle proportionally with every single income increase. The reason some high-income earners become millionaires while others spend their money on homes with twice as many bathrooms as they have bedrooms is because for your frugal friends, the pain of parting with that money to make a purchase like that forces them to spend less than everyone else they know. It almost literally hurts them physically to spend money. These folks are so far-sighted that they cannot enjoy their money today for fear that one spontaneous indulgence, that one cup of coffee from Starbucks, will sabotage all of their long-term goals. I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but only a little bit. I know these people. I was raised by one of these people. So trust me, I've done the research. Seriously though, what most people really want is to save enough money to stop having to worry about money. That's it. That's financial independence in its purest form. I want to manage to save enough money such that I no longer have to worry about having enough money. But the reality is, when your desire to preserve money becomes such an integral part of your DNA, that focus on saving is a big part of who you are. If you develop good money habits early on and learn the importance of saving and live below your means during your working years, congratulations, you've won the game. But just as we regularly study the cost of excessive spending in retirement, we must also consider the cost of being too frugal. So let me be clear. I am not advocating that anyone go out and blow their nest egg on a new house or a fancy expensive Italian sports car or even that you need to buy things at all. Once again, I think it's important to clarify, it makes perfect sense to me why newly minted retirees would want to be as conservative as possible with their spending. After decades of receiving a paycheck on time and in full every two weeks, like clockwork, It can be terrifying to think about spending money when you no longer have a steady income. I get it. I said I don't think you have to go and make it rain in the Louis Vuitton store or buy things at all. 
So then what am I even talking about? I'm talking about using some of the money you've put away for your future self to enhance your life today. Plain and simple. And I get it. Having to invent new ways to spend your money probably sounds nuts. And if you listen to me, it can certainly pose a problem. A first world problem, but a problem nonetheless. For those who have worked hard and have been disciplined for years about saving and investing, allowing yourself to spend your money can be a process fraught with emotion. But it can also be helpful to think of it as a tiny little stepping stone to creating and pursuing a happier, more meaningful life. For instance, rather than viewing a monthly massage as a wasteful indulgence, one could instead choose to view the experience as an investment in their overall health and well-being. An investment such as this is crucial in retirement. It can help maintain quality of life and increase longevity. Additionally, investing in healthier food and preventative health care can help reduce future medical costs. So maybe it's okay to eat organic when you shop for groceries. And maybe it's okay to upgrade your walking shoes every year instead of wearing the soles completely off of them first. It's important to prioritize both nutrition and self-care in retirement and consider these expenses as investments in a happier and healthier version of yourself. Another way to invest in your overall well-being is to pursue hobbies that interest you, despite the cost. Studies have shown that engaging in activities such as art, music, or learning a new language can improve mood, reduce stress, and even lower the risk of cognitive decline. Retirement offers the perfect opportunity to try new things and explore passions that you may have put off for decades. So the key is to find a balance between spending responsibly and allowing yourself to indulge in activities that truly bring you joy and happiness. Consider also using some of the money you've squirreled away to enjoy time with your family and friends. While it may feel like a splurge to take your children or a sibling on an all-expenses-paid trip to a destination you guys have been dreaming about for years, it's likely that you'll find greater satisfaction creating memories with the people who matter. And I'm confident that in the end, you'll appreciate the time you all get to spend together far more than you miss the money you spend. Or, if you don't like to travel, or you don't like your children nor your siblings, you can incorporate philanthropy into your retirement plan. As you determine your budget for the upcoming year, you could also pledge to donate whatever you don't spend to a charity that you care about. For example, if your budget says you can spend $100,000 this year, consider making a promise to yourself that if you fail to spend the entire amount, the remainder will go to support a cause that you care about. Over time, you'll either start to see an increase in your spending or an increase in the amount of good you end up doing for someone else. Either way, I'd call that a win. Okay, so to bring this home, I want to say that I completely understand that for some, watching money compound over time and seeing that account balance grow bigger and bigger and bigger provides even more pleasure than spending it does. And most people in this predicament probably save too much money because there are so many uncertainties involved in the retirement process. We hear all the time about rising healthcare costs, the stock market is up and now it's down, inflation is killing us, gas prices are through the roof, etc., etc., etc. The list goes on. This could very well be considered a chicken or egg problem. It's hard to make plans for yourself and your money that can last throughout your retirement, which is presumably three or more decades. So I get it. I really do. But as a person who spends much of his time counseling folks on how to best spend, save, and invest their money, Allow me to submit to you that after years of hard work and sacrifice, retirees should feel entitled to enjoy their retirement and everything that comes with it. While it's important to budget and spend money responsibly, it's equally important to remember that retirement is meant to be enjoyed. 
plain and simple. Whether that means taking a trip with loved ones, trying a new restaurant, or indulging in a new hobby, you retirees should feel empowered to make choices that enhance your quality of life. Or as I've recently taken to saying, let's make sure we're doing what we can to get more life out of our money today. Okay, listeners, that's it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe via your favorite podcasting platform. That way, you'll be alerted immediately each week when a new episode is released. Maybe even consider sharing the link to this week's episode with your friends and colleagues. And if you really liked what you heard, be sure to leave a review. This will help make sure that more people just like you are able to find the show organically. You may connect with me, your host, on social at Malcolm on Money, and feel free to send us any questions, comments, or kudos to podcast at tech-money.com. That email again is podcast at tech-money.com. And as always, we hope that this episode of the Tech Money Podcast has helped to make you just a little bit smarter about your money. This has been the Tech Money Podcast. For more information on today's topic, to review the show notes, or to catch up on past episodes, be sure to check out tech-money.com. And if you have an idea for a show topic that you'd like us to cover, or you want to send us feedback, the web address again is tech-money.com. You can also find Malcolm across all social media platforms at Malcolm on Money. This episode was written and created by Malcolm Etheridge with the production, the editing, and the sound controls powered by Tech Money LLC. Thank you for listening. Information shared in this recording and by its guests represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not represent the views or opinions of the host. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. This content is not, nor is it intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. It is always recommended that you seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your personal financial situation. This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. Our team of certified public accountants and enrolled agents is well-versed in the latest tax laws, ensuring that you capitalize on every opportunity for strategic tax optimization. We anticipate changes and keep you up to date on opportunities to potentially reduce your tax bill in the future. With a focus on precision and strategic planning, we are your trusted partner both during tax season and throughout the year. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com. Um...